Hi, and welcome to Being Lutheran, a podcast dedicated to proclaiming the excellencies of Jesus Christ and the biblical theology expressed in the Lutheran Confessions. Today, Pastor Jason Good and Pastor Brett Bow and myself wrap up our Old Testament survey of baptism in the Old Testament Scriptures. Welcome to Being Lutheran. I'm Pastor Brett Bow, and I'm joined with my friends here. Pastor Jason Goodham. And Pastor Brian Rickey. Awesome. Welcome. Hey, guess what? <laughs> <laughs> it's snowing outside. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like waiting for what you're going to reveal here. Uh, weather and no. baptism. Weather and baptism. <laughs> oh, How about the weather out there? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we haven't had a, a winter like this in a while. And yeah, it's doing. funny because, like, the snowmobile industry has kind of, like, almost yeah. died off right. in Minnesota. Because when I grew up as a kid, this was normal. Yeah. You know, and it, I, I enjoy it. I know that some people are complaining about it, but mm-hmm. I enjoy it. I, I like having the snow. And, I, I, you know, I got about almost two feet of snow on my mm-hmm. back picnic table. And yeah. I just love seeing snow. I, I like I like winter. I love, there's nothing more beautiful to me than being outside on a calm, cold winter's day. Like the colder, the better if the sun is up, but you know, like right when it's around zero mm-hmm. and you can kind of hear the snow refreezing, you know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? That popping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. What I don't love about winter is living in Minneapolis. The traffic. Because people here can't drive normally. And then you add frosting to the road, <laughs> and it's awful. It's it, it's it's a it's a death trap out there when yeah. it starts to snow. I don't like dealing with that stress, and I have to go through Minneapolis proper to get from my house to church. Yeah, yeah. you know, so that's the pain in the neck. I mean, right now in the last two weeks, we've received probably what nearly two feet of snow. Yeah, about yeah. that, and right. and there are streets where there's parking on both sides where it's almost impossible to get a single car I know. through the lane. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. everything. And narrows for sure yeah. and so that's mm-hmm. the problem but i love winter i uh i would rather be cold than hot you could always remedy cold <laughs> yeah, let's put another layer of clothing on. yep yeah. um yeah. but yeah so weather 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 whether you like it or not exactly. weather 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 <laughs> weather's cold warm and hot there hey did you write that yeah i did oh nice i stole it from veggie tail oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good. Well, <laughs> yes, I did. I stole it. <laughs> uh, full disclosure. All right. Well, we've been walking through some Old Testament pictures and connections to baptism. Correct. And we are now today in Ezekiel 36. And we're going to have another fantastic connecting point between the Old Testament and baptism. And uh, we'll see where it takes us today. Yeah, I think yes. our focus today is on the effects of baptism rather than on the baptism itself. This yeah, is, good. Of, of the ones we've used, this is probably the least obvious or least overt connection to baptism mm-hmm. that we've used. I mean, mm-hmm. there well, are others we could talk yeah. about. Jonah. Mm-hmm. Um, water, water, anytime there's water, yeah, Yeah. anytime there's water, (laughs) but this is really great. Not only because this Ezekiel 36 passage really lays out what happens in salvation and the Mm -hmm. results of of what happens when God delivers his salvation, but it is the setup for Ezekiel 37, which is the Valley of the dry bones. And Mm -hmm. there's all sorts of stuff going on with that. And it really points to God as the creator, God who continues to create through his promise of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the Mm -hmm. Messiah. And even though all of these Old Testament passages do uh, point to and have new creation theology in them, this one really seems to highlight that 
more than anything else. And so I really appreciate the new creation uh, theology that is really a part of this passage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good. Well, let's read that passage from Ezekiel 36, and then we can keep talking about it. Uh, Ezekiel 36, 25 through 27 says, I will sprinkle clean water on you, and you shall be clean from all your uncleanness, and from all your idols I will cleanse you. And I will give you a new heart and a new spirit I will put within you. And I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and be careful to obey my rules. Amen. Amen. That's such yeah, a great I love this passage. three verse. Yeah, right. You know, as God mm-hmm. is speaking first person through the prophet, mm-hmm. if you just go through and look at those first person personal pronouns, I, yeah. you know, it just right. sees that salvation is totally and entirely Gospel. a work Gospel. of God. Oh, it is. It, Divine it, it, monergism. Yeah, <laughs> it yes. is. And, it, and it's this beautiful picture of a new creation in Christ Jesus mm-hmm. because of the promise of the Messiah that was realized and fulfilled through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But Mm -hmm. in spite of all of this, what we really know about this passage is saying about baptism is how we baptize, right? Mm -hmm. It's definitely sprinkling, sprinkling, not immersion. (laughs) (laughs) It says it explicitly, right? Sprinkled with water. The views of Jason Goodman are not (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy, that's the worst possible way to attack this passage. (laughs) How not to do exegesis. I do remember in seminary when we were, all three of us were in class and our teacher who is our Old Testament teacher who was talking about this and he said notice it says sprinkle <laughs> you know and he brought up the idea that it's not the yeah. amount of water right it's, it's the presence of the word of God yeah, right. in the water right yeah yep. mm-hmm. uh, so <laughs> I, I was I was just teaching baptism to my confirmation students and one of them asked about why the shell in connection with baptism mm-hmm. and I never really looked into that and it was just that that was a good way to sprinkle you know to scoop yeah. a little water and and it came to be associated with baptism. That's why you see that kind of shell with water mm-hmm. dropping yep. out of the. Yep. Um, in our, in our anyhow, gla- we have stained glass, and it has mm-hmm. that picture. Yeah. There. Yeah. With the sacraments of mm-hmm. um, the baptism, the, Lord's yeah, Supper. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cool. Good. Yeah. So the <laughs> as I was reading that first verse there. It's like, is there any other way that you can say clean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you shall be clean <laughs> from your uncleanliness, and I will cleanse you. And you'll be clean. And you'll be clean. (laughs) (laughs) You think there's a little bit of an emphasis there? (laughs) I don't know why you just took me there, but it reminds me of when in Monty Python and the Holy Grail, they're about to use the holy hand grenade. You shall count to three. (laughs) You shall not count to two unless thou proceedest till three. Uh. Four is right out. (laughs) So there you go. You get a little bit, uh, uh, you know, pray for my wife is really what it is. As I said earlier, the views of Jason Good. Yeah, not necessarily right. that. Yes. No, I'm just kidding. Is this what you say when you give your giving your kid a bath? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I actually thought you were going to tie it back to our previous episode with Naaman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Be, well, it would be yes. good to connect to Naaman. Cleansing. What, because leprosy was an unclean disease. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. In, in fact, if you had leprosy, you were required to shout out that you were unclean as unclean. people approached. Unclean, unclean. Yeah. But I think really... Ezekiel 36 here, these verses that Brett mm-hmm. read are basically the Old Testament version of Acts 2, 38 and 39. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Right. 
Repent, what, repent and be baptized. Brothers, what shall yep. we do? Repent and be baptized for the forgiveness of mm-hmm. your sins, yep. and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And mm-hmm. this promise is for you, yep. for your children, for all far off. This is exactly yep. what happens in baptism. God gives us a new heart. Yes, God creates yes. the faith by which we are saved. Mm-hmm. God cleanses us. God gives us his spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, that that the, the Jeremiah 31 new covenant yeah, talking right. about a new heart. The, yes. the, you know, 2 Corinthians 5, 17, anyone who's in Christ is a new creature. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And hmm. yeah, the more- it clicks together, yeah. It's, it's amazing. The more and more we talk about baptism and really it's any theological topic in scripture, mm-hmm. the more and more you see the whole of scripture woven together like a tapestry. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. all interconnected. It's, it's all the same message. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's beautiful stuff. Yeah. No, and I, I love the, especially that new heart, the that spiritual heart surgery of nope. cutting out that heart of stone and placing in us a, a new heart of flesh. Yeah. Not and, a healed heart. Well, and, heart. Yes. And bringing in even Leviticus into this, into mm-hmm. the consecration aspect yep. that's in Leviticus and the sprinkling mm-hmm. of water, they would take uh, a red yeah. heifer and they would burn it and they would take the ashes and they, right. would, they would mix it then with water and then they would sprinkle mm-hmm. it on the congregation as part yep. of a consecration ceremony. And you were declared as, clean. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And mm-hmm. even in history, if you read Kittle, which is a really massive, you know, lexicon, <laughs> a Greek lexicon of the New Testament. But uh, in baptism, in mm-hmm. in in the, I think the hundreds of pages that's devoted to that mm-hmm. Greek word, uh, there is a brief history in how as people came in from other nationalities mm-hmm. and they were accepted into the nation of Israel and accepted the one God of Israel as mm-hmm. and, and, and the promise of the Messiah there began a ritual of cleansing, of sprinkling water mm-hmm. on the family, including infants mm-hmm. um, that would be baptized. The men would be circumcised and mm-hmm. sprinkled uh, with water. And so that we see this ritualistic consecration, even in evangelism, being mm-hmm. brought into the covenant family of God mm-hmm. in adoption. Mm-hmm. And so it's really interesting, the whole history uh, behind the consecration aspect and the sprinkling of water. And this is definitely a part of that mm-hmm. because now they're in Babylon. You know, the prophet Ezekiel is being is being used by God to bring about these wonderful prophecies. And here we have this connection uh, to uh, not only a covenant identifier, but the consecration, the cleansing mm-hmm. aspect of God mm-hmm. in the midst of water. It's not the water. It's, it's the cleansing aspect of God and his promise of salvation uh, through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, especially in light of the next the next uh, chapter mm-hmm. yeah. uh, that I will the dry bones. into these dry yeah. bones and I, and I will bring a, a new covenant and the new covenant theology that we even hear in Jeremiah mm-hmm. uh, chapter 31. And mm-hmm. just the, the beauty of how this all ties together, this tapestry that you were talking about, how just beautifully woven through the promises of God and the realization of that through, again, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you have, you know, we're thinking about this new heart. Yeah. And the issues of the heart, you know, you've got Disney theology, follow the heart, you know, all that <laughs> nonsense. Yuck. But it, the, the passage I'm preparing to preach on for this Sunday is in Jeremiah 17. Mm-hmm. And mm. the, verse, the first verse Your after the end of the passage, yeah, is, the yeah. heart is deceitful above all else and desperately wicked. Mm-hmm. I prefer that translation there just because mm. of the English imagery. Mm-hmm. Uh, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked who mm-hmm. can know it mm-hmm. to the point that our heart yeah. is so worthless mm-hmm. 
that God just gives us a new one. Well, do you guys remember that uh, the book, The Hammer of God? I was just yes. going to bring it up. I yeah. love that. I, I love forget. That. How does that quote go it's again? The, about it's the middle novella. The, the I tin think it's can, the middle one. And, something about a tin can. Yeah, I remember that. You, uh, they were talking about giving your heart to Jesus. Sure. And the guy goes, why <laughs> would Jesus want your heart? It's like, here, take this rusty tin can. There it is. Yeah. And, and that's the point. It's, but then the, he takes he takes a cane and scoops out that. Is that how the quote goes? I, I, yeah, I don't. I don't read the, yeah. the Hammer of God. It's That's really a great the, book. It's yep. a great book. But, but I think what what it's illustrative of, and, and you brought this out, Brian, with the verbs, is we always want to make our conversion and our faith about us, what we are doing for God. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's it's one of the fundamental problems with a hymn, a popular hymn like "I Surrender All." Mm-hmm. Right? Who's the subject of the verbs? Who's the one? Doing now, should we submit to God and his authority? Mm -hmm. Should we be wholly committed to God's mission? Mm -hmm. Yes. But who gets the praise? Who does the work? Who has done all this for our salvation and our sanctification? Yeah. Well, it says right in in that text, I will put my spirit within you and I will cause you Mm -hmm. to walk. In my yeah. statutes, yeah. No. So we have good. this. We have this lovely promise. This, mm-hmm. this, this just magnificent, you know, flow of three verses, mm-hmm. and then you know, almost immediately we step into Ezekiel thirty-seven, mm-hmm. and that's a visual picture of what's mm-hmm. going on here. And what's interesting about Ezekiel thirty-seven again that that word wind ruach, mm-hmm. and we're pointed right back to the Red yeah. Sea, you yeah. know, and and in, in baptism and in new life and God's salvation. Um, God's salvation is is present. Watch and see the salvation of the Lord. All you need to do is be silent. Mm-hmm. You know, here again, it's totally, entirely yeah. a work of God. Yeah. yeah, I use the analogy in my confirmation classes. We think about mm-hmm. this being totally and entirely a work of God. I go, if we're described as being dead, and as spiritual death entered into the world through sin, and we already talked about that in original sin as part of the confirmation class. I go, okay, let, let's bring it to its fruition. I think you've used this analogy too, mm-hmm. where it's like, let's go to a graveyard yep. and say, um, um, those who want to accept Jesus, raise your hands. <laughs> and, 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 and there's no hands breaking through the nope, dirt. Not at all. Style. No zombie apocalypse, nothing no. happening like that. And that's the picture mm-hmm. of chapter 37 of Ezekiel. Yeah. Well, right. and if we're, we're going to tie the wind back full circle, how does God cause the floodwaters to recede? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. The wind, the, the, wind, power, the power of God. Of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. And so you, you have this, this Ephesians 2, we are dead in our trespasses and sins, physically realized in the Valley of Dry Bones. Mm-hmm. And what's so amazing from our perspective is God's command to Ezekiel is preach. Mm-hmm. Deliver the word of God. Prophesy yeah. to the spirit. Prophesy yeah. to the wind. Mm-hmm. The bones rattle. They're animated. Get flesh and blood. And then the spirit gives them the new life. They're yeah. still corpses until the spirit gives them new life. Exactly. And this is exactly what happens in salvation. Exactly what happens as a result of our baptism. And that brings mm-hmm. us right back to Adam. Yeah. That that body that that God you know in in our mind's eye in, you know imagination seeing the hand of God and human on his hands and knees molding humanity you know out of the clay out of the dust of the ground but it's still lifeless mm-hmm. it still does not bear the image of God until the wind of God the breath of God is breathed into mm-hmm. the lungs of Adam and it is a new creation hmm. and it's it's this beautiful creative power of God is that mm-hmm. God is continuing to create to the promise of the Messiah. Hmm. Uh, it's, you, it's really hard 
too well it's impossible to over appreciate what is going on in this just because yeah. yeah if we go back to Ezekiel 36 every phrase is loaded with gospel meaning mm-hmm. every, it just over and over mm-hmm. and over again. And this is an Old Testament prophet, right? I yeah. thought they were all law. Yeah, I'm just well, kidding. <laughs> yeah, what was it? Ezekiel 16 or 18? You really yeah. want to go to a law passage? Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. No. But, but, but this is the, the miraculousness of it all is that God's law serves to mm-hmm. deliver God's gospel. And yet at the same time, it is God working in his gospel that is doing all of mm-hmm. the work. Yeah. But just like yep. you said a couple episodes ago, though, it's law and gospel and what's not being said here is true too is our inability mm-hmm. here in, in in ezekiel uh 36 25 through 27 the the people who are being given a new heart through the power of the holy spirit and god's promise of a messiah they are incapable of doing anything that pleases the lord i will cause you to walk yeah. in my statutes. He says in verse, I will give you a new heart. Verse 22, it's not for your sake, O house of Israel, that I am about to act, mm-hmm. but for the sake of my holy name, Amen. which mm-hmm. you have profaned among the nations. And yeah. which he gives us in baptism. Yeah, and, then, right. and, you know, we're looking at Ezekiel, who's at the, towards the end of Old Testament history. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we, we talked about this too, that the history of Israel is a commentary on our sinful nature. Mm-hmm. You have the initial fall of Adam into sin, you have the depths of the wickedness of the mm-hmm. world at the flood so that it is judged and destroyed. You have the scattering of the nations at the Tower of Babel. Mm-hmm. You have the repeated bad decision-making of the patriarchs mm-hmm. over and over yep. and over yep. again. You have the impact of sin on the human body, disease, uh, stillborns, mm-hmm. uh, David, David's sin, and on and on and you on. You have the impact of sin on creation yeah. with you know earthquakes and natural disasters. Mm-hmm. But then you have the you know, Israel sold into slavery or, or become slaves mm-hmm. and, and are miraculously delivered. And then they complain and they complain and they complain all the way through the wilderness. Mm-hmm. They abandon Moses for idolatry when yeah. he's on Mount Sinai. That doesn't describe the, the Christian life at all, does it? <laughs> well, I mean, they, they turn away from God immediately upon entering the promised land mm-hmm. and fall into the idolatry so that they're oppressed in the promised land. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the kings turn against them and it's just, over and over and over again, God should have smitten, I think, yeah. the, the people of Israel. And, and it comes around to it. And what he's doing is he's getting us ready for Jesus. Yeah. And the mm-hmm. object lesson is, and if we would learn this from history, is that no one can rule and reign according to God's holiness mm-hmm. and righteousness because of sin, except our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. He's the servant yeah. who replaced the servant Israel. And he is the only servant, capital S, that can bring salvation and do this new creation work mm-hmm. in the power of the Holy Spirit according to the Father's will. Mm-hmm. And so you have then in Ezekiel 36 and pictured in Ezekiel 37, mm-hmm. you have the reality of the objective nature of our salvation, mm-hmm. that it happens in a way where we can know it happens. And right. Outside of us. Yeah. Outside of mm-hmm. us. And, 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 Extra nos. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, Whoa, right. Very nice. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Vocation but, and Latin. Yeah, and, right. Oh my goodness, we're, this is great. Mm-hmm. But you, you have the flow here parallels the flow of 2 Corinthians 5. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. Mm-hmm. Okay? 
God in Christ the was reconciling God. the world yep. to himself, not mm-hmm. counting their sins against them. Vocation, we are ambassadors mm-hmm. for Christ because we're no different than anyone else, save for the grace of God there, but for the grace of God go I, yep. D.L. Moody. Mm-hmm. Uh, he made him to be sin who knew no sin mm-hmm. uh, so that we might become in him right. the righteousness of God. Mm-hmm. And then you flip it to Second Corinthians 6 mm-hmm. and you have, behold, now is the day of salvation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It happens. It, 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 it's it's a reality. It's an actuality. It's the the same thing as it is finished. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything we need for life and salvation mm-hmm. is taken care of by God yeah. Yeah. through Christ on the cross, delivered through word and sacrament yeah. for and, us. And even Second yeah. Corinthians six, where it, it begins to talk about this this temple. It's not constructed by human hands, but it's constructed through the salvation of Christ Jesus, Mm -hmm. a people of God for his own possession, Mm -hmm. knit together because of what Christ has done. You have the building of the church, Mm -hmm. which is interesting because after these verses in Ezekiel, what do you have? Mm -hmm. The rebuilding of the temple. Mm -hmm. Assembling the place where God dwells. Mm -hmm. Now he dwells in us through the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And where we will dwell for all eternity. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in, the, in the eternal kingdom of God. Yeah, it's just powerful and, and, stuff. And that's why it, it doesn't get old talking about no. baptism. No. <laughs> the, no. Because it leads to yeah. resurrection. Yeah, really. right. it, it, not only like spiritual resurrection from the dead, but a resurrection that is unto eternal life. Mm-hmm. And it's just a beautiful reminder of what's to come. Yep. Well, that's the amazing thing in all of this, theologically speaking, is that our spiritual resurrections are a seal yeah. Of the end times, yes. physical resurrection into eternity, into the tangible yep. new heaven and new that, earth. It's, down payment that reminds yeah, us of what's it's, to come. It's, we are not looking forward to mysteriously this ethereal, spiritual la-la land mm-hmm. where we're all drifting spirits free from bodily constraints. What we are looking forward to is a tangible new creation, a flesh and blood new creation where yeah. all of the senses will be perfectly active to receive the grace of God for all eternity. And mm-hmm. baptism is the beginning of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's a beautiful picture of our entrance into God's kingdom. Mm -hmm. Baptism encompasses the Christian life from new life in faith Mm -hmm. to resurrection at the end times. And Mm -hmm. it's a picture of the Christian life. Mm -hmm. The already and not yet. Amen. Amen. Good stuff. Well, since we quoted it a few times, I think it's good just to read it. So (laughs) 2 Corinthians chapter 5, beginning in verse 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. All of this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, in Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them, and entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ, God making his appeal through us. We implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God for the sake he made him to be sin, who knew no sin, that we might become the righteousness of God. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Please look us up on the web at beinglutheran.com. Also invite a friend to check us out on iTunes. Please join us next week as we continue our discussion about baptism. God bless you and have a great week.